Joe Biden gives his first State of the Union address and proposes some serious radical ideas. CNN gives his administration all the credit for slowing the COVID-19 pandemic. And Rudy Giuliani has his house raided by the feds. All today on The Conservative Connection. Corn pop was a bad dude. The conservative connection with corn and crow. Come on, man. So today's episode is brought to you by Foxhole Armor, one of the most trusted names in body armor. Foxhole Armor is an essential defensive tool that they believe anyone who wants to get their hands on it should be able to get their hands on a quality product. Their armor plates are professionally coated with an industry-grade protective material at over 150 degrees to provide superior impact resistance. Each coated steel plate is able to withstand the roughest of conditions and resist high levels of corrosion and chemical resistance. The coating provides a superior finish that you can trust. So if you're anything like us, you can you pretty much realize the importance of protecting you and your family, and you've probably gone out in the last year to purchase a rifle, but that rifle is not complete without Foxhole Armor. So head on over to foxholearmor.com or email jeff at foxholearmor.com and tell them that Corn and Crow sent you for a 10% discount. Foxhole Armor, don't be a well-dressed organ donor. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one, right? That's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, it's a, definitely like a... So today we're talking about Joe Biden's first State of the Union address that he gave a couple weeks ago, or I'm sorry, a couple days ago. A couple days ago. It feels yeah. like a couple weeks, man, yeah. especially like the whole speech feels like a couple weeks. Like it was, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. hard to sit through. Yeah, it was it was pretty boring. So, yeah. But it has cured my sleep apnea. So there that's very, yeah, there we go. Thank there you, you go. Joe Biden. Absolutely. So what, um, Obviously, he said some pretty radical things, and we're going to go over some of them. Yeah, some some um, confusing things. Uh, so right now, we got a clip from it. We're going to go to clip one. Well, it's time to remember that we, the people, are the government. You and I. Not some force in a distant capital. Not some powerful force that we have no control over. It's us. It's we, the people. So he says right there, uh, we the people are the government. And then he tries to walk it back and say that that it's us, not some people in a distant capital. But that's the idea that, you know, he, he says, we the people are the government. He tries to explain that the government is the people. And then he tries to explain that the people are not we the people, but it's the it's confusing. I it's can't even of, follow the train of logic so here. Dumb. But there is no logic to it. Here's, here's one thing you'll notice about conservatives because when a conservative speaks about the Constitution, we quote it. When a liberal speaks about the Constitution, they interpret it. So there's a difference between the two of us. How you can ever interpret we the people as the government, I have no idea. I mean, you can say we the people are the government, but – 
you can't say we the people are not the people, we the people are the government. That's not right. But I, I think that perfectly like illustrates what Democrats think, think of, of, it, of America. Yeah. That's what they think of the Constitution, that it can be yeah. molded to whatever they think because yeah, they it, think that they're they are the most moral people amongst us. So they can change whatever they want to change. And that's the thing too. They interpret it to however they want. I have no idea how you could figure out that like they constantly say a second the Second Amendment, well regulated militia means the government like forces well no it doesn't it's a personal right that's why it's in the bill of rights it's a yeah. personal thing if, right. if they meant the government why wouldn't they just say the government you know why would they say right the, why would the they rights say, of the people yeah, in I, order to keep people well arms? i think that a lot of people don't know that you know the language that was used back then is a lot different than the language we use today, but mm -hmm. but the meaning of shall not be infringed. Yeah, shall not. Stands. Yeah, the, the meaning of the words that they wrote or or can still be you know translated in today's slang. You know how we talk. It's not that difficult. But, yeah, it's not that <laughs> difficult. It, it's not. It really isn't. But, yeah, but you know, that's he, you know that's the that's the language that they used to use back then. You know yeah. your your family and your neighbors would be considered a militia, even yeah. though you guys aren't. You know, there's no certificates involved, and everybody's like, you know, some of the slang is pretty fun. Like in Hamilton, they showed they would be writing angry letters, and then they'd end it where it's like, "I have the honor to be your obedient servant." A dot ham. You know, it's like <laughs> that's how they would always end it. Like with this cordial, friendly greeting, it could be like, "I want you to die." <laughs> you know? right. But, you know, which I thought made the musical number funnier anyway. But um, the the most relatable part of this entire speech is at 58 minutes where you can watch Ted Cruz like falling asleep and actually be waked up when he realizes the camera's on him. <laughs> He's just sitting there. Like, so you, can hear, you can hear somebody's phone go off. There's so many ads in that entire thing. And we were playing this speech before and we were saying that, oh, my gosh, like, Joe Biden on 2x speed just sounds like Ben Shapiro on one. On one. <laughs> you yeah. know, but even Regular. then it still makes you tired. Like it's hard to sit through this. But here's some of the proposals he wants. He wants he wants uh, red flag laws. Obviously, he was talking about you don't need a hundred rounds or whatever, the typical Democrat talking points, and then he made a crack at what do you think the deer are wearing Kevlar vests? Which, you know, stupid. <laughs> so dumb. But um Anyway, so he wants a he proposed a fifteen dollar minimum wage, and equal pay. Which again, we've been over the equal pay thing. If you could really pay a woman seventy cents on the dollar for every job, we would a just man hire did, all women. We would just yeah. hire all women. Yeah. Why would you hire a man? Makes no sense. Like, and a lot of things go into the whether or not you get paid more experience. You know what college level education you have. You know where you're from, how long you've been in the industry, how well you do the job. I I, I think there was one crack when Trump was president, which is like, if I if I get hired, well, I get paid the same amount. And he's like, you'll get paid the same amount if you do as good a job. <laughs> you know, and everybody <laughs> was laughing. But yeah, and then he proposed free community college for everybody. Now you and I know that. Um, we already have free in-state tuition for illegal aliens. In fact, CLC, I saw an ad where they just they were just advertising it not too long ago, and I'm, I even hesitate to put this out just in case there are you know illegal aliens listening who will take advantage. But I'm sure they already know. Well, it, um, don't you think it's kind of interesting that Democrats stepped up a long time ago to give illegal immigrants 
college Education, tuition for yeah. free, and now they're just starting to get around to Everybody, Americans. No. Oh, you know, like maybe we should include Americans in this plan. It's like, no, maybe you should include nobody in this. Yeah, plan. exactly. It's not a coincidence. They've been trying to do this for a while, and looking at their stranglehold on education it's really no shock that they want everybody to have this free uh, college indoctrination is what it is you and me were in college together and you know how bad it is i I don't know what was the worst thing you ever heard in your college classes when you were there it was pretty bad i I mean i've heard so much like i I know one student had to watch basically like a lesbian film that was almost like amateur porn about a young black girl who becomes a stripper and it's supposed to be some empowering story from a low like, level. How does community. that make you smarter? I, I, I don't even well, know. How does that how even make, make you smarter? How is it required is the question. Um, I know that Jordan Peterson talked about there were kids who had to watch movies like Hedwig and The Incredible Inch or something, which I, I, I'm sure, I think it was like a transvestite or something movie. It's crazy. Uh, people can fact check me on that if they want. But another thing that I can't stand is he was talking about cheaper affordable health care prices when he froze the executive orders Trump had for insulin. Like right. Trump had these executive yeah. orders for insulin that he had laid out to make it cheaper for everybody. And Joe Biden, the first thing he does is, you know, regardless of whether or not they were in place, he makes health care more expensive. That was literally the first thing he did. Yeah. So and now he's talking about giving it away for free. To everybody. And affordable. How is it more affordable if it's more expensive? You know, right. we've got you've healthcare is just so corrupt. You know, it, it's ridiculous. Some guy will go in. I was listening to one guy. He goes in to pass a kidney stone, and you know, he stays one overnight, and then he gets one prescription, and he has to head back for another overnight because the kidney stone wasn't passed. Um, they call him, and he says, and they say your bill's twenty five thousand dollars. I, he's like, I, I don't have insurance. I just lost my job. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll send you the updated bill. Well, now it's $3,700. So they, they yeah. extort these insurance companies like crazy. But, you know, in Canada, you can get EpiPens for like dirt cheap. Like it's it's not as expensive as it is over here. It's certainly not hundreds of dollars like it is over here right. for insulin. Yeah. But it's just ridiculous yeah yeah i was listening to another story about this one guy who just started a gofundme because he couldn't afford the insulin ended up dying because he couldn't afford the drugs just really messed up story but like i i don't understand how you come in and you you, obama and biden talked about affordable health care for years the premiums on obamacare were insane nobody was willing to pay them then they come in the first thing they do is they undercut Trump's initiative that was working to help that it was at least going to work to help cut these costs yeah. and makes it more expensive. Yeah, and yeah. then he talks about green jobs. And again, you know, he, he, he said something to the effect of we need Wall Street didn't build America, the, the middle class did and the unions built the middle class. I don't have I don't see any evidence that the unions built the middle class, but the, also well, the, the the middle the unions are the unions are seriously the most <laughs> corrupt, corrupt things yeah. that you know what I mean. It, it's it, and the fact that they donate, yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars to Democrats. It's, it's not it's, a surprise not that Democrats close. want to take every private industry and make it a union and make it a union. Yeah, yeah they want to make it a union because they want to find out, um, you know, who's running these companies, who agrees with their ideology, and then mm-hmm. they want to engulf them. Yeah, as the government, and, right? It's it's basically yeah. like 
quasi-communism yeah, is pretty it's, much it's, what it is. It's crazy. And then on top of that, you're talking about like Wall Street didn't milk, built America. Yeah, but they built your campaign. They backed right. Biden four and a half to one yeah, versus four, Trump. Four, exactly. Like four or five For to the one. people that hate all these corporations and, you know, they sure get a lot of damn money from these corporations. I want to explain something to people. Look, when you guys talk about really, really wealthy taxes, um, like really high taxes for the wealthy, um, the people who want that the most are Wall Street in those areas. Because if you're the top dog and you are sitting on top of everything, you're willing to pay what you can afford for a little bit of insurance that you're not going to have competition. Yeah. You don't want people to have Absolutely. competition. Like you think yeah. Amazon wants competition. You think these people want competition. No, they don't No, because they, they want to sit on top. So they're willing to pay that higher tax. But again, this idea that you're going to double the capital gains tax and you're going to say that well, I'm helping the middle class. No, this affects everybody. Yeah. You're killing investing. Yeah. You're not helping. You the double class. the capital gains tax. You're hurting the middle class more than you're helping them and also you know the how does that teach anyone at the top like it's the top of the economical spectrum any like how does that teach them how to say like no we're not gonna you know have these practices or you know we're not gonna it's not just short-sighted it's illogical i have no doubt that they're probably lining his pockets in order to like we we don't even know whether or not he's still getting money from ukraine his whole family is like, we don't know, you know, the whole Hunter Biden thing. We'll get to that later. But on, on top of that, you know, he's talking about green jobs and, and making money off green jobs. You know, the state with the most windmills is Texas. Elon mm -hmm. Musk had to leave <coughs> a liberal state, California. Yeah. He loved California. He took to, do his, yeah. to do his business somewhere else yeah. in a red state. And he had mm -hmm. to do that because the kind of state environment or economic environment that helps to build up green jobs are the same environments that build up regular jobs right, right. they're the exact same yeah like if you have a business that functions well or a good state for businesses it's good for every business yeah. it's not just good for a few yeah well but the thing is is that you know people should always realize that the government doesn't create anything. No. And and if they do, it's really bad. Yeah. It's probably going to lose money. It's not going to be efficient. You know, it's the government. Yeah. Everything they do is horrible. Like think of any government program that is active today mm -hmm. and look at the financial history yeah. of that i mean look at social security right it was the greatest yeah. it was the greatest Such idea a great idea right? and now look at it it's completely bankrupt it's yeah. it's going to be backwards do, in do you know 25 why, years do you know why the federal reserve was created this will give you a laugh the federal reserve thomas soul was going over this was created so that there wouldn't be huge changes in the money supply and the worth of the currency yeah <laughs> that's yeah. why the federal reserve was created Right. What do they do? They do the opposite. Yeah. And again, going back to, you know, the, the capital gains tax and the raise on taxes, what was the whole point of the stimulus checks, guys, that you got to put money back into the economy, right? What is taxing you at an extremely high rate for investments and everything else do? Well, it takes it back out of the economy. It's the exact opposite of the whole reason you put it in. And only 20% of these things are going towards people for the stimulus checks. Like most of it is going to fund these pet projects. Right. We yeah. don't need another like 
two twenty million dollars to go to the Kennedy a, Center. Yeah, and and the money they spent, they're spending, right? So it was one point nine trillion dollars, right? The last stimulus yeah. package, right? Mm-hmm. And what did they say? Like ten percent of it went to Americans. It's like a hidden tax, right? So the rest of it got spent on things that are not really going into. They're the not account. related. They're, they're to not COVID. Pur- Yeah, they're they're not related to COVID, but they're not all. They're also not purchasing something from anybody. So it's not really helping a business. No, it's not really helping anybody make profit. Mm-hmm. Right? Only that ten percent of money was what got circulated into you know normal economy. Right? Yeah. And that, that's what got circulated in there. You're right. So yeah. so when when you do that. Like Democrats think that th- this is the way to solve things is by spending more money. And Joe Biden's the worst at it. His administration is the worst at it. Everybody he has, you know, says the same exact thing. And they all literally don't know anything about economics They're because financially illiterate. Yeah, because because giving people money to go and spend it at companies who are not in economics to expand their company or make new products and mm-hmm. new jobs for people so basically all you're doing is just making places like mcdonald's rich and subway rich right like you're just you're giving them money but they're not taking that money and they're not expanding like subway's already huge mcdonald's already huge like how many other mcdonald's do you think they're going to open up by you just spending all your money there it's not going to happen well yeah and then on top of that you know they're talking about raising the minimum wage to $15. And guys, when you raise the when you raise the minimum wage above the market wage in every single instance you're going to get institutionalized unemployment. Yeah, because you're pricing people out of a job. Yeah, exactly. There's there's tons, there's millions of businesses that people are willing to work for. Yeah. But the owners aren't capable of paying them $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. So what happens to them? They don't get a job. And what happens to the business? They don't get any employees, so they can't expand. Yeah. And if they, so if they, if they can't afford to get around it, they'll do what McDonald's does, and they'll they'll take a few electronic devices. Yeah. They'll, and they'll set up an they'll, iPad. They'll set up some and iPads now, and robots, like, and why do you think? server. Yeah. Why do you think every time you go into Walmart, there's two regular lanes yeah. open, and the rest are all automated lanes? Because... Everyone thinks that Walmart is so freaking evil that they had to start paying people 15 bucks and they can't. They can't provide you a cheap product and pay people a ton of money to work there. Yeah. It's not how it works. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like when Walmart and those areas did get a bunch of extra revenue, they started expanding their benefits to people, giving them sick leave, giving them, you know, they gave them credits if they adopted children. Like they, right. they gave yeah. them a lot. And uh, Andy Puzder goes over that in his book. But yeah, and then the whole, it's not feasible. It's not Mm. feasible to be spending this much money. If you raise taxes this much to try to pay for all this stuff, even leftist economists are saying, we are not going to make as much government revenue from that. Even even Democrats are like, we can't be spending all this money that you're talking about, Joe. You're talking about spending well they they said if you're gonna raise our taxes. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna raise our taxes, it's gonna cut our revenue. And yeah. these are people who are were already in favor of raising yeah. the taxes, going, wait, yeah. you're doubling the capital gains tax? Yeah. Like they they're getting nervous. They're like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? But yeah, again, you know, it's a hard speech to sit through, but if you guys are tired and you need something to put to sleep, you know Honestly, just put on that speech. Just like you'll you'll be Ted Cruz at fifty eight minutes. You'll just be lulling <laughs> off. Yeah. But uh, go. But we're gonna 
we're going to move on to some other things. We want to talk about the pandemic a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I was at home watching CNN uh, last week and I came across this segment and it just it's so frustrating to watch CNN and MSNBC and ABC give all this credit to the Joe to the Biden administration for you know slowing covid mm-hmm. putting a stop to covid when they've really actually they haven't done much they inherited they, it yeah they they inherited the the vaccine to begin with right so i think joe biden was saying that he wanted to set up what was it over 200 federal vaccine sites where you know pretty much you know a, a dozen in each state or whatever he wanted to do yeah. and you could just go there you could get your vaccine well he set up about seven of those and they're just not seven seven that's it uh, yeah his his goal was 200 and but he only set up seven and you hear cnn talk about oh my god like he just meets every single goal so gloria borgia she's actually a chief political analyst at cnn and she was on jake Tapper's show and she did a small segment where she was interviewing uh jeff zaints so this guy is now the coronavirus coordinator took over took for over, dr burks yeah took yeah. over for dr burks so it used to be dr burks and then it used to be and, and fauci scandal, yeah and it yeah. used to be fauci did right? fauci leave no fauci's still there he's oh. still yeah i know <laughs> so he's he's still there but burks left and i actually liked her she was kind of a lot more truthful she was like in the beginning she's she wasn't like a, as much of an intention whore as fauci is and she yeah. was also like Honestly, though, I was still mad about the Thanksgiving scandal, but she's more tolerable to me than Fauci is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just, you could you uh, totally tell now. Every put a time camera you, in front of the yeah. guy. Like he makes half a million dollars a yeah. year. Yeah. Like, he, it, like doesn't matter like, what he says. He's like uh, what's his name, Acosta from Brian. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no, that that'll man. come later. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, what from Jim Acosta? Jim Acosta. I'm Jim Acosta. Yeah, he loves himself like. Fauci loves himself, yeah. you know? Like, and again, just, by the way, I want Fauci's job because I can literally say anything and I can make half a million dollars a year. It's better than the weatherman. You don't even have to be right at all. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. For every position you have is a contradicting position. So so this segment was just, it was so frustrating to me. That's why I wanted to talk to it to talk yeah, about yeah. it today. Um, because, so first off, this guy just lies blatantly, right? He's just uh-huh. completely lies about... Um, you know, the, the Trump administration and how their rollout plan was, you know, not good and blah, 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 blah. Um, and CNN has this segment about, you know, because it first starts off as like, oh, my gosh, you know, like the, the pandemic was so bad. And then Joe Biden came around with his <laughs> cape and he flew in and everything's so great now. So here's here's a small clip of how this segment actually started. Congratulations, Mr. President. The new president inherited a surging pandemic, more than 3,000 deaths a day, only about 15 million vaccinated. So you can kind of tell in yeah. the you can kind of tell in the tone of the voice on how they're just they, they, they're praising the Democratic Party. They're praising Joe Biden. And that for, was funny for me when yeah. I watched the State of the Union is after it ended. They were just like, um, like they didn't know what to say. 
Yeah. Like they're they're running out of platitudes and praiseworthy comments to yeah. the point where they just repeat themselves or they're just like, yeah, he said a lot about America. He, he said, you know, like they're like you can only have so many platitudes where it's like hope is better than fear. Love is better than hate. You know, unity is better than, you know, the thing. <laughs> And then I saw Hunter Biden and his friends vaccinating themselves in his room, and it gave me so much hope. <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, you know, you could you could tell by the tone and the voice on how they're just praising Joe Biden and the you know the success of of the waning of COVID. Right? It's getting mm-hmm, yeah. you know, and, but 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 it's weird because the, the Biden administration is kind of sending this mixed message. Right? They they kind of want you to think that the pandemic is still um you know a burden in your life like it's a major burden you should think about it every day mm-hmm. but then he also wants credit for stopping it you but know it, what i mean yeah so he can't have it both you can't ways. have it both ways it's yeah. it's either a problem or it's not a problem by the so, way we should start using that phrase because he says in his speech he goes we're not trying to change the constitution we're we're just being reasonable. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not trying to kill you, man. I'm just taking off my mask because the pandemic's over. I'm just being reasonable. Well, I mean, didn't he say before, he's like, oh, you know, no no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. That's yeah. what he said. Well, I'm that, like, that's pretty scary for uh, the people who know anything about uh, the 13th Amendment, yeah. but maybe that's why he wanted to put, you know, exactly. like, put him back in chains. Is if, that what he said it, about Mitt Romney? Yeah. I guess you can, of course, under Joe Biden, because no amendment is absolute, even the one that abolished slavery. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, so what makes this, this particular segment so frustrating, frustrating. is – Jeff Zaints, the Democrats have, have have put out this lie that the Trump administration didn't have any kind of plan to distribute the vaccine if they did get it, right? Because at first, yeah, we didn't know if we were going to get the vaccine. Nobody knew, right? We knew no, that we they got were it in under a year, right? We knew that they were developing it. We knew that they were running tests on it, but did we actually know that it was going to work? Did yeah. we know that? No, nobody knew that. So the plan that you can make. At that point, when you don't know for sure mm-hmm. if a vaccine is going to come out, all you can really do is just say, okay, hey, if it does come out, you know, let's just make sure that we have things in place to distribute the vaccine to the states. So if it, it, everyone wants to talk about how Trump is such a tyrant and, you know, he was, uh, you know, a fascist, right? He was using federal government power to to propose things on people. Well, guess what? Guess what he did with the with the vaccine rollout? He left it to the governors to decide how yeah, they want. Right. They, how they wanted to distribute their vaccine because the governors actually know their residents and their voters a lot better than the federal government does. So when when you go from state to state, like if you go to California, the vaccine rollout plan is not going to be the same as if you go to Michigan. Right. And it's not going to be the same in Michigan if you go to Texas, right? It's just, it, it's completely different for each state. Like this, this is why we have states because states are different. Yeah. People live different culture. They live different lives, right? I still don't trust the CDC and them that much. Did, right. did you hear the segment where they said we can come out and you, we don't have to wear masks outside when we're alone? Yeah. So the CDC basically said you can breathe outside and yeah. if, in addition to other things like drinking water and, you know, eating, yeah. eating. and, you and, can eat and hugging your family. Yeah. <laughs> so so here's Jeff, here's Jeff Zients, who's the coronavirus coordinator for the Biden administration. 
at telling a complete blatant lie about the Trump administration. This is clip three. And then... There was no plan to get shots into arms. No plan? There was no plan. It was early doses of Moderna and Pfizer were being drop shipped to states, and there were just not enough places for people to get vaccinated. They say that you were using their playbook on vaccine distribution. I just think that's just not true. Well, the, so what he yeah. says at the end there is, well, <laughs> I just don't think that that's true because Gloria Borgia actually confronts challenges him. And says, yeah, on challenges it. on him, and he says, well, I just don't think it's true. What, what, yes, it is true. So I, I've, I've actually been linking this. So if you go to hhs.org, mm -hmm. Right. And, yeah. and you look up the Trump administration vaccine rollout plan. Yeah. OK, this rollout plan, it was rolled out September 16th. The vaccine didn't come out until December 14th. So two months or three months before the vaccine was even uh, we were even like, taught, taught like, even discussed it. Yeah. yeah be before we even knew that it was going to work. The, they clearly had a plan. Like if you go on HSS.org and, and the best thing about it, this plan was approved by yeah. Dr. Fauci yeah. and what's her name? Burks, Burks yeah. the CDC, all these people. WHO, yeah, yeah. They, they confirmed this with the Trump administration and said, yes, this is a great plan. Now, is every plan the best? No, no. obviously every plan is not the best. Mm -hmm. so, you know, you can always tweak things and, and make yeah. it better, right? Yeah. That's fine. But to sit there and say, that th this you guys have to understand this this is the coronavirus coordinator for the united states and he's he doesn't he, know he's his saying own lies he's, he's, yeah. he doesn't even know what he's talking about like why is he the coordinator if he doesn't even know that the trump administration had but that's what this is about everyone yeah. it's it's not about the trump administration not having a plan it's about them getting all the credit for everything that's happening with the pandemic. I want yeah. to add something into that too, because I didn't know whether or not to add this to the State of the Union, but I want to add this when it comes to comparing Trump's administration to this administration. So Joe Biden says in his speech, he says, we've created like 1.3 million jobs. People going back to work is, is not, not creating jobs. That's you going back to work. God, this language is they, so stupid. They changed the statistics. I remember years ago, I was talking to somebody and they said, well, Barack Obama created twice as many jobs as the Trump administration did, which, you know, by the way, Trump only had one term. But then I, I looked into that and a Harvard study went into that and said a majority of these jobs, almost all of them that Obama created were either part-time or contract work jobs. Almost all the jobs that they're comparing Trump to, full-time jobs with benefits. It's a huge difference. And you're, you guys are going to see this a lot where you, you get a statistic and you don't know how it was created, but something about it feels off. The best thing that you can do in that situation, if you're talking to somebody, is just figure out how they got the numbers. We saw this, right? Um, we we have a we had a recording of us doing a conservative panel, and we'll probably come out with it later, like on an off day. But this guy said, "Well, there's a 96 percent consensus on science that." global warming is going is happening and wrong. it's affecting us and, wrong and the thing <laughs> wrong that's a wrong step but, but what ended up happening was I, I i challenged the guy and i was like how did they get the number and they they cut this out because our video went out but i wanted to let people know if you ever do see it was that they took all these college age students that were citizen scientists now what's a citizen scientist well he's not a scientist he's just an activist with a fancy name no. and they go in and they say they 
look at all these Google studies and search images and it's they search for the term climate change. And if you ha even have the term climate change in the title, well, then that's part of the consensus. Well, it used to be global warming, right? Well, yeah, and then, it, that, then it was global, global cooling global and then cooling, they realized that wasn't yeah. happening. Now they're just like, well, but, let's just name it climate change. But, but the statistic there is so deceptive. Like just seeing the term climate change and then just adding it to my scientist agrees with that without seeing the context. That would be like me saying, okay, CNN, NBC, ABC, 96% uh, of their coverage is about Trump. Therefore, they all agree Trump is the greatest president. See, that's right. what they're doing regardless of context. You know, right. And it, it's just not true. So always challenge on that. Like the border, the border statistic of, well, people who cross over, a uh, majority of them come through illegal crossings. Oh, really? How did you measure that when nobody is there? Literally nobody's there and the, it's the middle of the desert. Nobody's counting. How do you count that? Right. You're not counting. You're trying to give me a percentage without giving me the whole. Yeah. And when you give me the whole, the whole is screwed up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, to, to prove even further about the bias that the school administration and, you know, professors have on pretty much every <laughs> campus in America, mm -hmm. um, Dr. Leanna Wen is a professor from George Washington University, and she showed up on this segment and said this. This is clip four. Go. If you had told us 100 days into President Biden's tenure that it would be open season for every adult American that wants a vaccine to be able to get one, I think we would have all said that's really incredible. So amazing. So amazing. <laughs> oh, geez. So amazing. You know, if Joe Biden would have never came around, this would have never happened. Well, hey, guess what? We were already doing a million shots a day in people's arms yeah. before Trump left office. Yeah. So when so when the vaccine actually got rolled out on the first day, which was December 14th, right? Yeah. Joe Biden was inaugurated, what, January 20th, right? Or was it 23rd? Yeah. 23rd? I think 20th. so. Not um, sure. We, we were already ramping up. At, when Joe Biden was inaugurated at the end of January, mm -hmm. we were already doing... A million shots a day yeah. so when joe biden turns around and tells you oh i want to vaccinate a hundred million people in my first hundred days dude we're already vaccinating a million people a day yeah a hundred a hundred days would mean a hundred million people you're not moving that up you're not ramping that up you're not doing anything you and, know and they so, keep they keep criticizing natural immunity too and there was a new study from the university of florida departments of biostatistics and it found that the secondary attack rate for asymptomatic index cases of people who are naturally immune was not statistically different than zero. Right. So we, we need to open up. Yeah. It's, it's over. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. All yeah. these people. And, and then I saw this crazy statistic that said 70% of the people who got the vaccine think it's still dangerous for them to travel. Yeah. Which is crazy, but, but hold I, on. So, um, so Dr. Leanne, Leanna Wen is so, uh, you know, she's so surprised that, you know, we everyone has access to the vaccine, which I think is hilarious because all the Democrats jumped on Trump when he said that everybody would have the vaccine by the beginning of of uh, of May. Yeah. Right. He said he said this back in, uh, I mean, was it? April, I think yeah. April, it was April he's or like, May you know, we're, we're developing the vaccine. It's the best vaccine ever. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to have it, but in a year, 
right? Mm-hmm. And all the Democrats are saying, you're crazy, dude. We need to lock everything down because you don't know what you're talking about. You're out of your mind. There's no way a vaccine is going to be yeah, developed in a, a year. So, all right. Sorry about that, guys. We actually had a little technical difficulty there, but we're back onto it. Yeah. But um, picking up where we left off, uh, Democrats obviously said that Donald Trump was an insane person for thinking that the vaccine would be out within a year and everyone would have access to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's actually Trump at a live presser in 20 or September 18th. He did a live presser talking about this exact same thing. This is clip number five. Go. We'll have manufactured at least 100 million vaccine doses before the end of the year, and likely much more than that. Hundreds of millions of doses will be available every month, and we expect to have enough vaccines for every American by April. So there's Trump clearly saying and predicting that we're going to have this we're going to have the vaccine yeah, yeah this exact time right that, he was right and he was right 100 percent. and democrats said that he was totally freaking crazy and it, it was never going to happen and now they're trying to take credit for the vaccine so and I mean, the, the funny thing is like we were talking earlier about the johnson jackson va- vaccine which i thought was the safest turns out that it gives major blood clots to like several people. They called it the Biden vaccine. Now it's not available because and they shut the it down. And they shut which it is, down, which is kind of and weird because it was only about like six or seven. It was, people, it was about right? six people. I still think that it's had less severe reactions than other people. But I, I think it's ironic. The one vaccine they called the Biden vaccine gets shut down for health reasons. And yeah. I think in Europe, they're not even accepting AstraZeneca anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're not. They, they're like, we, we don't want AstraZeneca over here. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you guys know uh, when you tune to CNN, this is the kind of coverage you're going to get. Um, they're basically just a wing for the Democratic Party is pretty mm-hmm. much what they are. Yeah. You know, if they weren't, they'd be calling Joe Biden a racist for shutting down travel to India. Right. Because of COVID. I guess he just, you know, doesn't like because that was the, the standard. Right. You can't shut down travel to China. That's racist. Oh, we'll shut down travel to India. Yeah. Or no, we'll shut down travel to Florida. Florida. Our own people. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah remember that, that. that was actually proposed by the Biden administration that w- they were going to stop you... people from going to Florida. Because... Did you get Super Bowl tickets over that? No. No. Dang, that would have been sweet. <laughs> hey, you can't, you can't travel to Florida. Well, I've already got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm already going, dude. Sorry. Yeah. See you down there. Um, yeah, and then Tim Scott, that racist attack. Did, did you see that? I did. Yeah, I did. Jimmy Kimmel gonna... going over that and saying, oh, look. All the black Republicans decided to go in and Tim Scott, like literally attacking him for the color of his skin. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you know how many senators that the Democrats have that are black? Well, before Ralph Warnock won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the exact same number. Yeah, exactly. Like the number, only right. difference was like Warnock just got in and then Cory Booker and that's it. Yeah. They're the only two black senators, so I it like double L for that guy. For I, all I, the I, for the people that are always talking about yeah. inequalities and well, things like that. Yeah, people for, ask me, they're like, You do think that, you know, systemic racism is a thing? I was like, Yeah, and I think it's codified in the Democratic Party. I mean, how else could you have you know, Uncle Tim, you know, trending That was on trending on Twitter. That wasn't was trending it? on Twitter. It's insane. Finally they shut it down. Which by the way, the whole Uncle Tom insult, it's really you have to be illiterate to not know the history because, like, T- Uncle Tom's Cabin saves slaves. Like, he's he's a hero in right. the book. He gets yeah. them off the plantation. Right. 
you know, it's, I, I just think it's ironic that the guy getting slaves out to plantation is the villain. The guy, yeah, the guy providing <laughs> freedom and liberty to people. Yeah, people is, 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 is and educating them as the bad guy. Oh, well, I mean, well, that's, you know, it's kind of ironic. That's what happens. You know, it's, it's kind it's of corresponding sad. with the Democratic Party, too. You know, I mean, they're the ones that created the KKK. They didn't want people to have rights. I think they're just well, yeah, being they, covertly they, racist they now. They were overtly have, racist They back still can't then. even choose which college they want their kids to go to or what's no what not college what school they want their kids to go to right you know school choice i don't know how is that not the civil rights issue of our time where it's like oh black parents are what what's your argument they're too stupid to figure out where to send their own kids right they should be able to send their kids wherever they want wherever they're willing to drive their kids they can send them right i don't or care if they have a family member yeah. that can take them yeah or, you know only, only they would say that you know black people having less freedom is somehow empowering i have no idea how they make that argument i it's like how do you make an argument against school choice well they they built they built the small school buses specifically for the reason of people who have to travel farther out of their district to go to school yeah that that's literally why they made small buses because they didn't yeah. they they're trying to save money on fuel you know yeah um, but you know and other freedom atrocities rudy uh rudy giuliani has his yeah house we're moving rating. on to this so i don't really know too much about this and i know that you've done a little research on this so you kind of yes, know a little bit more yeah. and <laughs> so really rudy giuliani gets his house raided um and we actually have a clip i think this is uh clips clip six clip yeah six. clip six there was a big bang 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 on the door and outside were seven, seven FBI agents. I said, well, don't you want these? And they said, what are they? I said, those are Hunter Biden's hard drives. And they said, no, 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 no. So that's, that's Giuliani's take. And uh, Rudy Giuliani has his house raided. And um, you got to love Rudy's humor a little bit because, you know, they come in, they got seven guys. And he's like, oh, I've got uh, Hunter, Hunter Biden's uh, laptop hard drive. Do you want that? No, no, we don't want that. We don't want that. Which... <laughs> You know, can you can you blame the guys? I mean, I, like I wouldn't want to touch Hunter Biden's laptop parts either. It's no. kind of close to <laughs> his laptop parts. <laughs> his laptop parts, but uh, yeah, but, I'm not uh, touching his. Hard yeah, drive. I'm not. I'm not touching his hard drive or his clothes or his Parmesan cheese. I'm not touching any of that stuff. But uh, yeah, Rudy gets his house raided, and he's the third attorney to the president that served Trump that has now gotten this treatment. And here's the thing: he hasn't committed a crime. So he didn't break the law. And this is why not a lot of people know about this story. But like Dan Bongino was talking about this and he said something. He goes, you investigate crimes looking for people. You don't investigate people looking for, for crimes. crimes. Yeah, that's, that's what they did in the in the Mueller investigation. That's, that's like some yeah. Soviet Venezuela type yeah, stuff. Like, you don't do that. But, you know, the, guys, it's. This isn't the election where you throw all usual process and caution to the wind and you keep investigating for months until you create a situation where you can screw someone over that that benefits you. That's not the way the Justice Department is supposed to work. But this is proof that they're still abusing the FISA case. And OK, so now we got clip seven. This is Joe Biden being talked about, being asked about. Did you know Rudy Giuliani was going to get his house raided? Clip seven. Were you aware of, of that raid before? It I give you my word, I was not. I made a pledge. I would not interfere in any way, order, or try to stop any investigation the Justice Department had in their way. I learned about that last night when the rest of the world learned about it. 
So you've got you've got Biden saying, oh, I, I wouldn't have had anything to do with that, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe there's some plausible deniability there considering, you know, there's several times where he doesn't know where he is or who he is or what what he's doing. But uh, in case you guys forgot, because a lot of us, sometimes we get short-term memory with all these news cycles. I don't blame you. I do it too. Joe Biden is the one who sent messages to the intelligence community saying that we know Flynn didn't break the law. Let's see if we can get him fired. Right. That was Joe yeah. Biden. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're trying to say Giuliani had something to do with lobbying for Ukrainians. Hunter Biden literally lobbying for his dad. And I know yeah. Juan Williams on The Five was saying, well, he didn't lobby for his dad. And Jesse Waters like, we have the emails saying that he was setting up meetings with his dad. Don't say that he didn't set up anything with his dad. He obviously lobbied for his dad. That's case closed. And, you know, we go back to General Mike Flynn. Well, what was Mike Flynn's crime? He lied about Russian sanctions. That was Mike Flynn. Now, other than the fact that lying about Russian sanctions is not a crime, when Flynn was interviewed later, he said he was never asked about Russian sanctions at all. So you'd think that if that was what they got him on, that and that was their main point, that they would have some notes on it. No, but they don't. The, the only problem is there's never one note that appears that says Flynn got fired for lying about Russian sanctions. So isn't he turn, isn't he suing? Yeah, he, he sued and I, I believe he won. And I think Sidney Powell was his lawyer, right? If I'm not correct, I think so. if I'm correct. But yeah, there's no record at all in any of their notes or anything that they ever discussed Russian sanctions. So he got fired for a conversation he never had. Yeah. You know, you lied about something we never talked about. Yeah, it, it, that so, whole that whole thing was a debacle. It, yeah, and how do you trust the FBI after that? Yeah. How, how do you trust the FBI after Andrew McCabe, after Jim Comey? And you expect me to believe after Joe Biden is sending messages to try to get him fired with working with these people, and he's got direct messages in this plot, like this Cuba's government style plot to like rid people, destroy their lives for things they didn't do. And you're going to say that, oh, Biden had no idea Giuliani's house was being raided. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, sorry. Like, I'm sure. let me hold my breath, you know. Yeah. But, you know, so what's changed within the department? If the answer is nothing and Peter Stroke and Andrew McCabe and Jim Comey aren't behind bars, then how are you going to convince me that they can't do it again? Right. You know, it, right. it's like I even with this whole Matt Gates situation where they keep on reporting that, you know, allegedly he was maybe being intimate with minors. Has anybody heard any new like things come to light about that? We had we had a Project Veritas clip where the guy was saying, well, you, Matt Gates is a problem. So we're just going to keep running stories on him. You know, did you get to a point where it's just like that story is not even developing. I, it's right. been out for a month. Yeah. I haven't heard any new information. They just keep on repeating the same stuff. And, you know, obviously, like if he did it, yeah, go to prison. I, 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 I'm not going to defend him if it happened. But I'm just saying I'm starting to get more and more skeptical every single time something like this happens. This happens to three different lawyers. You know, they're, they're, they just can't stop. It's like a, an after addiction. The, after of the spying. Mueller investigation, I, I was I was really turned off. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was kind of like I, I was just like, no, this is being conducted all wrong. The they're same, they're yeah. reaching for straws. They, like, they started they were coming up the with Democratic conspiracy Party. theories that Trump was Manchurian candidate in the eighties, and these are yeah. the same anonymous sources that are telling us that Rudy Giuliani has something on his device. By the way, you don't you don't seize. 
like people's devices for FARA violation. FARA violation is like you you get your license expired. That doesn't give the police the authority to break down my door with a battering ram yeah. and take my computers. Well, you, you know how you know how Democrats are always talking about like QAnon, right? Oh, conservatives, they believe all these crazy conspiracies. I actually didn't even know what that was like, for the longest time. Yeah, but Did you? I, don't, I, I didn't know I, what, I knew it what it was. was. Yeah, yeah, I knew what it was. I knew some people that were I just you knew know, that it tried to, to promote do... it and stuff like that and I was kind of, you know, obviously. It sounded like just... a good thing at first. They just said, okay, like we're against pedophiles. I'm like, okay, who's not against pedophiles? Like, yeah, you know, right. you know right. the whole Epstein but thing. but the whole conspiracy theory thing, like like I I hate when liberals do this. Like yeah. they they look at conservatives and they're like, oh, you believe in a conspiracy theory, um, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. But they believe the the biggest conspiracy theories. Yeah, like the the whole Russia hoax, the Ru- they, Russian collusion. They, they thing. said Epstein. Anybody who believed in Epstein was a conspiracy theorist. They said that anybody who believed that Trump got spied on was a conspiracy theorist. Anybody who would yeah. believe that Mike Flynn they, is innocent they is a liter- conspiracy they, theorist. They literally thought that that Putin yeah. sent Donald Trump to be our president. Like if that's not <laughs> if that's not a conspiracy theory, like come on, had, man. like what had, is? Dude? They made up you know? a story about like Russian hookers like urinating on the president. I'm sorry, guys, to include this stupid information. I remember but you that. heard it. You heard so it. Stu- oh and Dan Bongino calls it the PP tape. You the know pee-pee it, tape. The, the PP yeah. tape. Like and again, all these sources are anonymous. Like every every one of these sources are anonymous. And how many left wing? Uh, media outlets ran with these stories yeah. on just quote unquote anonymous and, sources, and and this is where scrutiny needs to take place because I don't understand like Project Veritas gets banned for airing the the things on CNN where they're videotaped, they're in there. They say, oh, it's selectively edited, but then they get a news source that says that the president was with Russian hookers, and it's an anonymous source, and they believe it outright. Right. I Ugh. how how do you get video and audio and everything else, and then you get an anonymous source, and oh yeah, that must be the truth but like people are so biased that you know it's kind of been hard to talk to them and and speaking of people's biases did you watch the oscars i'm i'm just going to cover this briefly (sighs) i'm just going to yeah i know i I know rob rob's not the best hollywood person i I didn't uh i I did i i I turned it on briefly i saw margot robbie i'm like wow she looks insanely cute today and then i shut it off realizing that i've probably reached the the peak Um, of the oscars you know you know why (laughs) you know why i didn't watch it because so I've been, you know, the the Grammys and like what else yeah. is there, you know, that where it, they give these awards. It used to be like the these, biggest watched event. It yeah. now only has nine million viewers. Yeah. It used to be the most watched events behind the Super Bowl. Yeah, but but all these artists, all these actors, mm-hmm. they they come onto these award shows, and it, it, it's so cookie cutter. They start off by saying, you know, I want to thank my mom. I want to thank my kids. I want to thank my directors. You know what I mean? The people you should be thanking a little for bit, being yeah, successful. Grateful. Yeah, it's nice. And then they turn to social justice. It's yeah. about, you know, oh, this is such a great day. You know, this is, uh, there's, there's people here, you know, in, in the light of all these black and brown people being killed, we're here together and blah. It's just like, but, why do you have to push this dumb political message? It's not even yeah, a good one. But I, but there was one guy who decided to make a centrist message, and that guy was Tyler Perry. And Tyler Perry mm. came on. I like Tyler Perry, guys. I I, I do. I don't I, watch his movies. Yeah, I, I don't like. He seems his, like I, a, I don't watch right his movies, guy. but he seems like a decent guy. Yeah, and I can appreciate that, yeah. especially in an industry like Hollywood. Yeah. And well, you could tell he's probably more free market, more capitalist yeah, yeah, because yeah. he used to be an actor and then he's decided, 
you know, he runs why don't I direct my own business. movies? Why don't, yeah, yeah, why don't I write yeah. my own movies? And you got to yeah. admire that. And uh, the thing about uh, Tyler Perry is I, I think we, we have another clip. I think it's clip eight, and this is Tyler Perry's speech. My mother taught me to refuse hate. She taught me to refuse blanket judgment. And in this time, and with uh, all of the internet and social media and algorithms and everything that wants us to think a certain way, the 24-hour news cycle, it is my hope that all of us would teach our kids, and not only to remember, just refuse refuse hate. Don't hate anybody. I, I, I refuse to hate someone because they are Mexican or because they are black or white or LBGTQ. I refuse to hate someone because they are a police officer. I refuse to hate someone because they are Asian. I would hope that we would refuse hate. And I want to take this Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award and dedicate it to anyone who wants to stand in the middle no matter what's around the walls, stand in the middle, because that's where healing happens. That's where conversation happens. That's where change happens. It happens in the middle. So anyone who wants to meet me in the middle to refuse hate, to refuse blanket judgment, and to help lift someone's feet off the ground, this one is for you too. God bless you and thank you, Academy. I appreciate it. Thank you. But yeah, Tyler Tyler Perry, uh, he, was good. He, he says, you know, I'm not going to hate anybody because despite their background and he starts off with the, the the liberal tropes of like lgbt and gay and everything else but then he starts to get in and he says and i'm not going to hate white people and i'm not going to hate cops and yeah. twitter goes insane <laughs> like they like just yeah. yeah like oh hey you you can't say that as a black man that you you don't hate cops you can't say that you don't hate white people what guys like he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, but even that centrist message now, we're so divided that that is becoming an issue. But um, I did want to get to some good news. Are, are, are you done with all your segments? You got everything yeah. good? Yeah, go okay. ahead. You want to. So, good news. So, I, I like the Tyler Perry thing. That's more of a good news thing. But also, Illinois judge rules Floyd cards are unconstitutional. Yes. Finally. Awesome. Finally. Awesome. Springfield. Uh, an Illinois judge has ruled that Illinois. Firearm owner's identification card uh, law is unconstitutional. Uh, we talked to Jackson. I remember he's like, what, what's a Floyd card? <laughs> you know, he's like, the people, don't, know, people yeah. have no idea. And uh, Floyd card, um, and he, he lays it out here. Circuit Court of White County dismissed the charge of somebody owning a firearm without um, a Floyd card as applied to the facts of the case. In his ruling, Judge Webb stated, a citizen in the state of Illinois isn't born with a Second Amendment right nor does that right ensure when a citizen turns 18 to 21 years of age. This is a facade. They only gain that right if they pay a $10 fee, complete the proper application, submit a photograph. If the right to bear arms and self-defense are truly core rights, there should be no burden on the citizenry to enjoy those rights, especially within the confines and privacy of their own homes. Accordingly, if a person does something themselves from being able to exercise, being able to exercise that right, like being convicted of a felony or demonstrating mental illness, then and only then may that right be stripped from them. So, right. good on you, good. Judge. Yeah, good. glad to hear it. Good for them. You know? Good for him. And now Absolutely. we've we've got some Supreme Court cases that are going to be coming up, and I'm kind of and we're probably going to cover a lot of those too. We're going to keep we're our gonna cover those. To those uh, Clarence to those, Thomas to that news, so. has given some stinging dissents because he, he says the the Second Amendment is a disfavored right. 
And I got to say that I'm I'm not exactly hopeful with our Supreme Court that we have now, whether or not they're going to do some kind of compromise, because we got these may issue states like New York, where you live in a high crime area. And what ends up happening is they they have to write a letter to their government describing why they need a firearm. And then their government can say yes or no of that state government from whether or not they need it. And having a high crime area or living in a in an area where there's lots of violence that doesn't cut it yeah so you don't have a right to defend yourself basically in those areas and that's going to go to the supreme well, court the, i mean this the, that's how dangerous you know the left is thinking now they're trying to take away your guns on on one level mm-hmm. and they're also trying to defund the people who are going to protect you if you don't have a gun yeah. from from other people so you can kind of tell that um you know the the radicalism that is building within the Democratic Party and and people on the left. Um, so you know if, if you're an activist, you're a political activist. I mean, do as much as you can because you know it, especially places like Illinois that are so blue. Yeah. Um, that they're coming after people's gun rights. Yeah, and we just you know, got these judges aren't yeah. going to be there to help us out all the time. We so just we gotta, got concealed carry like what five years ago. Something like that. Like, yeah. pretty but recent. I don't, think, I don't even know if you can. Can you conceal carry within Chicago city limits? I don't think you can. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not they sure. Get, the cops will give you a rough time if you yeah. even have a taser on you yeah. or pepper spray. That's a, I don't so, go to Chicago, like, at all. I don't like it. It's too rough. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't even, yeah. like, I, I don't understand what, what the appeal is. You know, maybe there's some attractions or whatever but again for my libertarian guys out there you guys are fighting for weed i'm i'm not fighting for weed until we get constitutional carry (laughs) that's my priorities are pretty set on that all right well i appreciate uh you guys tuning in uh we'll be back next week with a lot more content on the conservative connection and always stay connected bye Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> the Conservative Connection with Corn and Crow. Come on, man. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.